Life's aches and pains, we all experience them. So I'm excited that Plus CBD Relief is backed by popular demand. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CB Sciences. Plus CBD's Relief line of soft gels is the ideal way to help promote a healthy inflammatory response. Plus CBD Relief is doctor formulated with recovery supporting ingredients, including CBD, CBD, A and Levagen PEA, which has been found in clinical trials to relieve severe headache faster than ibuprofen. Relief soft gels help address minor everyday soreness, support joint function, and encourage recovery following strenuous activity. All Plus CBD products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's Relief Soft Gels. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. This is our weekly opportunity to answer your questions. Questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. And if you want to participate in our radio program and uh, you prefer to phone it in, you can call 877-726-8255 during our program, which is from noon to 2 Eastern Time, and speak to me live or... You can call anytime you like, 24-7, 365, and if you leave a message at 877-726-8255, uh, we'll pick that question up, and I'll answer it on a future show. All right, uh, opportunity to share with you that a lot of the supplements we talk about on mm-hmm. this program are kind of hard to find. They sound kind of esoteric, and uh, some of you may not be located next to a very high-quality health food store. They may be few and far between where you live. Plus, maybe, rightfully so, you're a little mistrustful of going on the World Wide Web, yeah. uh, on Amazon, where sometimes the products are less thoroughly vetted, where they're even sometimes counterfeit products. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, People mo- dumpster dive and sell what they find <gasps> on Amazon. It is true. Oh, my goodness. There I said it. Wow. All right. Uh, you can uh, get a more reliable source than your local dumpster by going to Fullscript, which is our online dispensary, drhoffmanstore.com, and uh, you can get fast free shipping as well as uh, optional refill reminders via text or email. I don't like those refill reminders myself. I, I just like to order on my own. I think some people appreciate them because they forget and then they go, yeah. oh no, I ran out. It's a kind of a weekly ritual where I make my supplements for the week and then you know yeah. I just put them in containers. And then uh, you know I'll see the bottle is empty or nearly empty. And then I put all the empty bottles on you know the table and then I go to, I dial in, I mean I uh, log into Fullscript mm. and I order my supplements. And, they, and it comes within amazingly fast. Within it does. Like 48 hours. It's yeah. so fast. Terrific. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, drhoppinstore.com. All right, let's answer some more questions. This one's about the vaccine schedule for kids. Like, yeah. uh, okay, so yeah. one caveat is I'm not a pediatrician. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and I don't treat pediatric patients either. Okay. So, this is from Bernadette. Hi, Dr. Hoffman. I have a friend who's a new mom. She has concerns about the childhood vaccine schedule. She's looking for a holistic pediatrician to support and guide her with the medical choices she makes for her family. 
do you have a recommendation? By the way, she's in the New York Westchester area. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Uh, but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, if some of you out there know of an actively practicing holistic uh, physician, uh, I know of a couple, but they seem to be cutting back a little bit in their practice. Uh, partly, I think it's really stressful to be a, an integrative uh, pediatrician because yeah. it's going so much against the grain. If you depart from a vaccine schedule, uh, I mean, there's a little there's a little give and take on vaccine schedules. But if you say that children don't need vaccines, oh my God, they're coming down on you like a ton of bricks. Plus, I think it's a little nerve wracking being an integrative pediatrician because um, it's see we're one on one with the with the patients. Yes, but the parents these days are so anxious and worried about their children that yeah. a lot of the job of a pediatrician, holistic or conventional, is reassuring parents. And when you depart from a conventional guideline, like you say, okay, you don't need an antibiotic for this, mm -hmm. it's it's almost like you're taking a chance. And yeah. uh, it shouldn't be that way. It should be... It shouldn't feel like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think a lot of pediatricians uh, bow to the pressure Although many of them are really conscientious about limiting uh, antibiotics, they're really good about that. Mm -hmm. uh, but sometimes they um, lockstep with conventional recommendations. So the vaccine schedule uh, can be uh, delayed or modified. Uh, for some kids, it's maybe more desirable to give individual vaccines instead of multiple things sure. all at once because some kids are sensitive. And yeah. I wish we could predict which kids are going to have adverse vaccine reactions, but sometimes, you know, we need a genetic True. test or a blood test, but we don't... It's like really every child born should have some kind of test determining their detox pathways and to see yeah. if they can handle a burden of a right. really tight vaccine schedule like we have here in America. I mean, some of it is a matter of convenience. It's sort of like, you know, look, we only have one shot at this, so we're going to give you like a bundle of vaccines all at once. Like, right. stick out one arm, we'll give you COVID, stick out the other, we'll give you the flu. That's actually one of the statements by uh, the head of the White House task force. Uh, what's his name, Doctor? Something that starts with a U. Um, he says that's why God gave us two arms so we can get the flu shot and COVID shot in one day. Oh, and that's what our arms are for, right? <laughs> but you know that may be for some sense of individuals double trouble. Yeah. You know, it's like too much stimulation of the immune system, mm -hmm. and for sensitive kids, you know, getting a lot of shots in close proximity or too early in life may be problematic. On the other hand, I would hate to see a total loss of confidence in the vaccine system just because of the fiasco of COVID. True. Uh, because... I mean, these are vaccines that have been tested for years and years and years and years and years. And there's risk, but there's so much benefit. You know, it's, yeah. everything is in life is risk-benefit, and there, there is risk with vaccines. Mm -hmm. But the benefit is that some of these childhood diseases, which would leave children deaf or, leave, or, or kill some children, uh, yeah. Measles can be very devastating. Yeah. Um, so, did you have measles? I had measles. I had measles. I had mumps and I had chickenpox. Right. I, I had all three of those. I think I had all of those too. And I had, yeah. had chickenpox before the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I, I guess we weathered it. And we then the question is, do, do kids need to get every single vaccine for everything under the sun? Because it yeah. may be that they're not getting enough of an immune. <sighs> priming right. from natural disease. And, and when I went back to college in my 30s to become a nutritionist, I had to get all those vaccines all over again. Oh, Otherwise, okay. I would, would not be allowed to attend college. Hmm. So I did them all then. Wow. You just wow. I, had to I suck had it to up. to go get an MMR and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to suck it up. Yeah. 
Well, you were going. I do it again. You were going I had to go back the, to school. You were going into the hospital. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, to go to college. Oh, merely to go to, go to college. Oh, I see. To go to to I, school. Yeah, because well, yeah. there are vaccine requirements. I mean, that's the yeah. other thing is, you know, let's say you're an outlier. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to do any vaccines or minimal vaccines. It's a tough life for your, for you and your children, because you virtually have to homeschool or find like some unusual setting where they allow kids in in a private setting without yeah. all the vaccines. Uh, and then if they want to go to any kind of public college or even you know private universities, they're all going to have a vaccine requirement. And what's absurd is that they, for young people, they continue to have a COVID requirement, which I think is just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. They that sh they should drop. That's got to drop. And, and like all these uh And we could say it now. prestigious it's ridiculous. institutions. And there're now some that are departing from that, but you know, the biggies, big the Ivy League, Harvard, Yale, Brown, they they make young healthy kids take a booster uh of unknown efficacy and with the small but real possibility of harm. You know, it's just I, it, I just. I don't understand how these universities, at, with with their, uh, with their, clout, with their well, with their science, with their resources. science, with their health sciences, yeah, especially. Yeah, yeah. Why are, aren't they reading that it's not? Uh, no, They're not following the science. Exactly. They're not following the science. Precisely. Bernadette, thank you for your question. Hmm. Now to finally get away from the. Get away from vaccines. From the vaccine. That's like the third rail. Topic. That's like the third rail of intelligent medicine. It's like honestly, it's like you, there's no way we can have a discussion about this and make everyone happy. True. You know, there's. But we'll no still way. discuss. Yeah. We'll still discuss it because we're asked about it, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, this comes from Joe. Thanks for all you do, contributing to healthy living. I'm a longtime listener to your radio show and podcast, going back many years. I've gotten a lot of good information. Joe says, I have read that Hintonia latiflora, combined with other key nutrients, can help you control blood sugar and A1C levels. What is your view on Hintonia latiflora? It's on this my is, radar screen, but yeah. I think you know a little more about it. Yeah, I pulled up some research. This is from the European Journal of Medical Research. This is from 2014. Treatment of mild and moderate type 2 diabetes. This is an open prospective trial. Type 2, not type 1. Type 2. So we have to exactly. qualify. If you've got type 1 diabetes, don't think this is going to replace no, no, insulin no, 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 no. or something like that. You need insulin. Yeah. Period. End of story. So extracts from this bark of the Hintonia latiflora are used as dietetic measures to support the regulation of glucose metabolism, stabilization of blood glucose values. And a dry concentrated bark was used in a capsule form. So what they did is they, they took a group of people and what they found when they used this particular product, this particular herb, they saw a reduction in the absolute value of hemoglobin A1C from 7.5 to 6.82, well, which is really something. Very dramatic. Yeah, and furthermore, yeah. cholesterol and triglycerides were slightly reduced and no negative impact on other laboratory parameters like liver well, and all that kind of thing. Well, that's unfortunately a small study it is. in an obscure journal. Yeah. And in probably how many individuals? Uh, there was about, I think it was an N of 41. 
It was a double-blind placebo-controlled trial where they actually... No, this is an open prospective that's, trial. That's not kind of cut it. Exactly. It was 33 females, 8 males, between 60, uh, 60 plus or minus 9 years. I just... I, yeah. Whenever that happens, there's often a mm-hmm. uh, compliance effect where, you know, you're in this enrolled in the study and we're going to help your blood sugar. And I'm wondering if it didn't have some uh, overt or... or uh, covert impact on True. their behaviors, whether they're going to exercise more or eat better during that time. Right. I'm not entirely sure that I can go with that. Although, uh, there, I've, I've read some monographs on that, and there's some mm-hmm. uh, plausibility to, that Hintonia can help blood sugar. Yeah. I like that they show no adverse liver effects, like some medications okay. may do, which is very interesting. Uh, again, the study was done in Slovakia. It's in the European Journal of Medical Research from 2014. So this is a and that's the old. best. That's the best you could get. This is what I got from PubMed. And that's all. This is what I got. I mean, from for something that really works, you yeah, a lot you would of, expect to see a little bit more. Right? But I see it being marketed. I see it behind the counter in the health food store. You know where I go. Uh, you know, okay. to get my uh, yeah my nuts and my. Uh, they say that the observations of this study are consistent with earlier studies. And specifically with a controlled long-term study, hmm. so this maybe can be regarded as safe, according to the. But again, it's it's a small study, but interesting stuff, Joe. Thank you, thank you for your email. This may be in relation to an article that I wrote in the newsletter about uh, you know conquering your sugar cravings, and yeah. things that are helpful for controlling blood sugar, like perhaps cinnamon or chromium, or gymnema. Yeah. Uh, are, or berberine. They don't necessarily reduce your sugar cravings. No. Because right? they're two different things. Right. They one reduce is, blood sugar. One is reducing blood sugar, and the other one is reducing sugar cravings. Yeah. Now, you, I feel sorry for you because people, <laughs> I talk to people and I say, go talk to Layla. You know, <laughs> we'll get you off of sugar. She'll give you like uh, a surefire way. Fast. Yeah. We'll give you, a, right, a surefire way to get off of sugar. What do you recommend? Uh, as a strategy, and are there supplements that are plausible? Yes. I read yes, about yes, L-glutamine. Yes. L-glutamine is a big one okay. for craving. Chromium is helpful okay. because simply the stabilization of blood sugar okay. that chromium helps with Although studies are, I've looked at pro and con on chromium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On, it's not, I don't think it's maybe as beneficial as something like berberine mm-hmm. to really reduce blood sugar, but for craving, yeah, glutamine is great. Okay. Maybe something like... How do you it, administer glutamine? Please, uh, capsules or in a powder. It depends. Like, I'll you have can take them fairly take, large amounts, right? Yeah, a 500, starting with a 500 milligram capsule or some powder, and then wait about 10, 15 minutes and then go eat something. Right. Not a candy bar. Go eat some chicken Yeah. or something. Eat some protein with its inherent right. fat. But it's got to be a no-sugar, lower-carbohydrate diet just to get the cravings under control. Right. You know, when we stop using sugar, it doesn't beget craving for more sugar mm-hmm. after the initial withdrawal period. Mm-hmm. And that withdrawal period can last as long as two weeks. I uh, recommended uh, something called Contrave, which is a medication. And it, it's interesting. It's, yeah. it's a low dose of, of naltrexone oh. uh, combined with uh, Welbutrin or Bupropion, I think. Uh-huh. Is the, the the generic, 
and it's combined in a, in a drug called Contrave. And so I wrote about it. And then one of our uh, staff, you know, on that helps us, uh, you know, with our uh, website and our newsletter and all that stuff, wrote that uh, his wife was uh, taking that and was able to lose 30 pounds. Fantastic. That it does have an effect on craving. Now, it's actually a controversial drug because it was at first not approved because it was thought not to be that helpful. And then it was finally approved because then the data looked, was reinterpreted and they thought, yes, there could be some advantage. But hey, you know, if it helps some people control their cravings. Uh, now, Trexone blocks the pleasurable response yeah. to opiates. And maybe that's part of the sugar response. Yeah. But it's a prescription. You can't just go to the health food store. Exactly. And it, it, you exactly. have to get it from a, a doctor. And most doctors don't know about this medication. So if it's blocking that opioid circuitry, that sugar and right. anything else. And can... also, well, butrin is an antidepressant, one of the few ones that doesn't make that you gain weight. That doesn't cause you gain weight. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. doesn't cause weight gain. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So uh, that's uh, one of the strategies. I mean, I wrote a lot about, you know, different strategies. Yeah. But, that's very um, interesting. Yeah. So maybe an naltrexone might be something, but it's contra. Is there? A, but it's the combination of the two. It's drugs a, co- a combination in of drug. Yeah. That's and they they sort. I mean, I guess you could prescribe the two different medications separately. But contra is supposedly they hit the sweet spot of the right doses of the medication that wow. seem to work best. Okay. So. All right. So that's something. Okay. Oh, we've got. It's a probably very... it's probably a way of making two cheap drugs that are off patent more expensive. Oh. Oh, by rebranding go. it and getting a new, you know, there's putting, an incentive putting a new gloss on it because naltrexone is right. used. It's naloxone, which is mm-hmm. used to wake up people who overdose. But the people will find that if sugar isn't doing what it once did for them, then they're not going to crave it anymore. It'll reduce, that works. Yeah, it'll it'll be less reinforcing. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. less uh, effect on the pleasure center of the brain. Yeah. Well, we've got a very alarming email from Michelle. Oh, my goodness. Hello, Dr. Hoppin. Recently, 78 children from Gambia and Uzbekistan died after ingesting cough medicine from India. They closed the company down. It turns out there were high levels of propylene glycol, and she puts in parenthesis, antifreeze in this medicine. While this is shocking, I read the label on my Vicks Dayquil cough medicine, and the same antifreeze is listed propylene glycol no yeah but antifreeze is actually ethylene yeah okay glycol right right so michelle what you read is not actually antifreeze propylene glycol is in a lot of things yeah. including even some some health supplements even yeah. it's the stuff in your antiperspirant that makes it sink into your skin it's in a miralax it's in a it's in Right, it, it that's helps what with Miralax the is. That's what Miralax is. Is propylene glycol, and certainly it's not antifreeze, right? Which is ethylene. So, what do you think? You think that the newsletter, uh, that the article got it wrong, is that it was actually they substituted propylene mm. uh, ethyl, ethyl, maybe uh, ethylene glycol. glycol yeah, or, Michelle, did you either read this wrong or they had a typo? Yeah, because yeah, uh, it sounds like one of those crazy third world things were improperly. Right, uh, manufactured drugs substituted one ingredient for exactly. another, and as if they were interchangeable, and a mistake was made in the factory, or you know, it was mm-hmm. carelessness, mm-hmm. and then it was, uh, you know, let out into the world. Right. No, propylene glycol is actually pretty common mm-hmm. in many preparations. Yeah, over the counter. So eth- like ethylene glycol is—it's really sweet tasting, and you know, dogs It'll will kill find you. it. 
Dogs, <laughs> it's, a, it's a common cause of animal poisoning because dogs will get into it and they will lap it up and then they will... Sweet t- right, yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, I read a news story, I think everybody's heard of it, it was quite a while back, of, of a wife poisoning her husband slowly putting uh, antifreeze in his coffee. <laughs> That's frightening. Oh my goodness, but the sweet taste, I guess, One is One lump or two. Right. <laughs> goes, that would be epically It probably goes really call. well with coffee. Oh my goodness. Okay, don't get any ideas, folks. Yeah. Don't it's get any It's also very ideas. slippery when you step on it. Oh, okay. It's also very slippery if you're crossing the street. You want to be careful. Uh, a, a colleague of mine in my former career slipped and fell down on that, broke her ankle in three places, needed all kinds of things. So it's... Because it was very slippery. It's antifreeze in your motor, antifreeze. but not on the pavement. Right. Okay. <laughs> So, Michelle, that propylene glycol is not antifreeze. Right. But thanks for bringing this to our attention. Right. I, um, and, but it's actually useful because I think a lot of people get alarmed by the uh, similarity of those yeah, two things. Yeah, yeah. And I think even some less scrupulous health writers write, oh, there's antifreeze in your, you know, in your uh, whatever. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, she doesn't like to take cough medicine. She was taking DayQuil. Maybe a natural alternative for cough. There really is well, there some kind the main, of the main thing about you know Nyquil, for example, mm-hmm. is uh, it's got a, a, a really sedating decongestant in it. Mm-hmm. It's got alcohol in it, right? And it's got uh, I think it's got uh, a mucolytic agent, which mm-hmm. is um, what the heck is that? Uh, Guaifenesin. Yes, and it's got. Um, a decongestant in it, mm-hmm. so it's a really kind of a wicked brew. Yeah, people drink it to get high. Oh, yeah, you know, because you will get the way they'll sniff glue. Yeah, uh, Dayquil, I presume, has the the doesn't have that sedating thing no. in it. It's just a decongestant and the guaifenesin mm-hmm. and a lot of sugar and alcohol, right? And flavor, artificial flavoring, yeah. and artificial coloring. It's just horrible stuff. It and is. I used to take it, you know, when I was young, you know, it, was, it would almost be like, man, I'm sick. Here's an opportunity to just knock myself out. Yeah. And it would be like, Cause yes. Because it, it sucks feeling sick. Yeah. You know, you'd rather sleep. Well, yeah. Or something. Just, you know, it's like, just get high. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michelle. So, so an alternative is, yeah. is like... Uh, you can certainly use hyssop for as a cough medicine. Okay. Uh, you know, you can, or cherry bark. Uh, certainly honey has a soothing effect. It does. And, uh, tea. A cup of tea with honey. Tea is also, uh, b- the black kind, uh, has, it has a slight as anti-asthmatic effects. Mm. So, you know, if you're, I mean. The tea flavin, maybe? Yeah, I mean, else. there's some circumstances where people are like stuck in some remote cabin and they're having an asthma attack. And if they have tea handy, it's, mm, could be wow. somewhat of a, a remedy. It's not fail safe, you know, okay. for a severe asthma attack, but it, yeah. it's kind of kitchen remedy for mm-hmm. asthma. Don't rely on it, you know, if you have severe asthma. Do you like N-acetylcysteine for cough or and just mucolytic? Yeah, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure that it, it will mm-hmm. reduce the cough. But hey, you know, you don't want to use a lot of cough medicine because no. it suppresses the cough reflex. And the cough reflex, it although annoying, for a reason. It, it enables you to mobilize that mucus. And if you just knock it out, that mucus sits there. It's like a Petri dish for bacteria. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you, you don't mobilize it. Yeah. So it's actually not a bad thing. Exactly. And, and uh, a heads up to all of you smokers out there. When you smoke, 
it's, you're paralyzing the cilia, the cilia in your in your lungs, and that's not allowing you. That's why in between cigarettes you're coughing, or you're coughing oh. in the morning when you wake up. The worst is when you stop smoking and you just cough. You and just cough a lot. That's your lungs saying hallelujah. Yeah, they're starting <laughs> to move. The cilia are regenerating, yes. and there's an upward. Uh, undulation of the cilia, which yeah. propels against gravity, yeah. the mucus upward and outward, and it irritates the throat, and you cough. Mm -hmm. So these discomforts are your body's way of clearing detoxifying, things. Yeah. clearing yeah. things. Our bodies are resilient if we would let them be. Yes, indeed. Okay, we've got an email from Sue. I was recently diagnosed with pancreatic insufficiency. I'm now taking Creon. EPI. EPI. There's a lot of ads on the radio for. Do you have EPI? Yeah. And it's sponsored by the company that, you know, it makes the Creon. Mm -hmm. And it is, um, I think it's a good thing, this awareness, you know, to people who have chronic diarrhea and uh, especially fat intolerance. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing. Sue says, I'm now taking Creon every time I eat. A CT scan showed my pancreas to be unremarkable. Well, what can cause this? It, well, you, I don't have cystic fibrosis. I don't oh. have... Right. Anything. It, your pancreas can look normal, but it can be under-functioning. Yeah. It, it doesn't have to look abnormal to, to not to not enough secrete enough. It's basically enzymes. lipase. Right. Pancreatic lipase is mm -hmm. something that breaks fat down. And if yeah. your your pancreas is weak, you know, this occurs often in people who have a history of alcoholism. They kind of yes. kill their pancreas. Yeah. Um, and... But it can just occur spontaneously or with aging. Mm -hmm. And uh, the hallmark of that is uh, intolerance to fat and um, yeah, and, and kind of a you know, loose bowel movements, diarrhea, urgency, especially right after you eat. Mm -hmm. And uh, to some people, they can discern kind of an oil slick on the, to on the toilet yes. bowl because they're not absorbing the fat. The fat's going right out. It could be dangerous, too, because you're not absorbing fat-soluble vitamins. Like, like A, D, E, and K, which she's wondering about. Or omega-3. Should be taking those, yeah. omega-3s. There also seems to be some question as to whether one should follow a low-fat or a high-fat diet while taking Creon. I imagine you don't have to follow a low-fat diet. You're taking the enzymes. You might have to be a little circumspect about fat, but the whole idea is to enable you to digest exactly. the fat. So you, exactly. it, it's kind of like a belt and suspenders. You're taking something that helps you digest fat, but you're not taking in fat. Yeah. What's the point of that? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I, these are people who really, they deserve a workup to see if they have low vitamin D, A, or E, mm -hmm. or if they have a lack of essential fatty acids like omega-3s. Yes. Yes. So, Sue, so you would need a workup to determine what doses that you're asking about of these particular fat-soluble vitamins that you may or but may not But if you want to wing it, not a bad idea to take a supplement that's like an ADEK. Yes. And there are supplements that are like ADEK, A-D-E-K, all the fat-soluble things. Yeah, to take. And there are uh, few and far between, but there are some emulsified fish oils. Mm. And it's the uh, pancreatic enzymes that emulsify fat. To uh -huh. some extent, along with bile. And emulsified fish oil <clears throat> is better tolerated in people mm -hmm. who have um, EPI. Uh, EPI. Yeah, I hear those ads a lot. So, yeah. But, you know, it, it it's such a... I, I just think that um, even doctors don't pay enough attention to that. I think maybe gastroenterologists focus mm -hmm. on that. But I think there should be more awareness that some people have... Something that can be fixed with a supplement. Now, we used to give just ordinary over-the-counter pancreatic enzymes, not prescription Creon. Mm -hmm. 
That's right. But I yeah. suppose if you can get a you like know, a pancreatin, yeah, or something high like lipase that. pancreatin, it's mm-hmm. called, which I maybe works as well as creon. I mean, creon is basically pork pancreas that's ground up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it has the pancreatic enzymes, but uh, you know, I'm not against it. Yeah. Yeah. Do do we th- do we think that the pancreas can recover from its EPI? I mean, I guess if so. it's I mean, given. Well, you know, certainly if you're doing something bad to your pancreas, like if sure. you're drinking alcohol, don't drink alcohol. Yeah. And don't overburden yourself with food. You know, the yeah. treatment for pancreatitis is to eat a very light diet. Pancreatitis and rest is, your pancreas is excruciating. Oh yeah. Pancreatitis is really something that's seen a lot among alcoholics mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. as well as people who. Oh, it can occur really... also with uh, hypercalcemia. Uh, mm-hmm. High calcium can cause pancreatitis, and that's wow. not uh, high. Hyperparathyroidism can cause that. Hyperparathyroidism? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Damage to the pancreas. But, you know, you're having those symptoms, get a workup because, uh, you know, maybe something else. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. Wow. Well, that's all. Sue, thank you for that. Yeah, great question. Thank you for your questions today. Remember, questions at drhoffman.net is the destination for questions. We appreciate your continued listenership uh, in. 2023, as they sometimes say in the airlines, uh, we know you have a lot of choices, and we're glad that you fly American, United, uh, JetBlue, or Delta. Don't say Southwestern. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, but uh, we're glad that you're flying intelligent medicine in 2023. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Okay. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and thank you, Layla. Thank you. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.